Hello and welcome to another episode of Talkin' BS. My name is Van Santos and as always I'm joined by my old pal Corey Bell. After taking a week off for Thanksgiving, we thought it would be fitting to talk about friendship. We talked about the different types and different layers of friendships as well as the characteristics of each. We shared a lot of stories and had a lot of shout outs in this episode and we really hope that all of our friends enjoy this episode on friendship. As a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Talkin underscore B underscore S, and you can find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. You are now listening to Episode 6 on Friendship. This is Talkin' BS. Listen, with with last be, week being Thanksgiving, this being the holiday season, you know, talking about what you're grateful for, you know, friendship. It's the only kind of ship we need. Friendship, the ship. That's the t- it. The TV show Friends. I don't know. Maybe the championship. I, I oh, kind of do like. Champion. I like my championships. Championships are great too. Yeah, took a took a week off. And uh, I think, you know, Thanksgiving, time for, time for family and friends, which I think prompted this topic of the week, which is going to be friendships. Friendship. Yep. Just friendship, friendship in general. In general. Yeah, I Singular. mean, you know, friends are the, uh, they're the family you get to choose. So, oh, okay. You know, yeah, there you go. Getting nice. it deep for you. How you like that? That's a good start. Actually, I have, I have one thing I've got to get off my chest. As we're getting started into this, bring it. So it might be a little controversial, but I don't care. This, okay. you know, we, we, we talked, this is kind of coming out a lot of the, the holiday spirit. Okay. And it's, we're after Thanksgiving now. So Christmas decorations are going up and I have another opinion about why it has to wait until after Thanksgiving, but that's a different subject. Anyway, we will not be be friends with a person who wants to just take the lazy way out. Have you seen these, like they're almost like landscape lights that you can plug into your yard and project like a light show with like lights and all over your, your house for like your decoration. I have have seen these. I will not be your friend. If you have one of those. Now if, if, well, okay, hold on. Let me, let me clarify. If you have one and it's mixtions and other things on the exterior of the house, sure, whatever. Do I think it's tacky? A little bit, but I can deal with that. But if this is your sole source of how you're decorating your house for Christmas, we have issues and we are no longer <laughs> friends. I, mean, I, just, I can't deal with it, man. I don't know why I hate it so much, but I really, really do. Man, I have seen these. I, I don't know if I've seen them as much in person as I have on like online and everything. So I, I don't. I don't have the uh, aggression. I don't know if I care as much as you do, because clearly you're worked up over this. I, I have a pit. Dude, it, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. I, I, uh, it does not. It does not for me. I'm, I'm definitely a traditionalist there. Uh, but and I, I've seen some stuff 
where they time the, the lasers or the LED, whatever it is with music and stuff. And some of that stuff's kind of cool, but yeah, I, I'm definitely a traditional lights guy. It, that definitely seems like the 2020 high tech way out of like getting on the roof. <laughs> so lazy. You're so lazy. Just, just get out and put, put some wreaths up, do something. You don't have to do anything crazy, but don't put a stake in the ground. That's going to do it all for you. All right. Put, give me a reindeer in the yard. Give me a wreath. Give me some lights, garland. I don't care. You don't have to do it all. Pick one. Do something. I don't care. But don't take the lazy man's way out and throw a stake in the ground that projects some stupid green and red little dots that float all the way around. Or now they've got them with like snowflakes and stuff. That's what my neighbors have. And that's what really kind of sent me on this tangent. I went to go get food a little while ago and I saw it and I was just like, you're so lazy. You're so, you don't do anything. You literally, you work from home right now. Get outside. I know it's cold. It's snowed here. I get that. I don't care. Get outside and do something. So you, just, yeah. you want, it got, it got you want somewhere between to. Clark Griswold and his neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in between, yeah. maybe not, you know, doom and gloom, no lights, but like maybe also maybe not that far. Somewhere in the middle. Happy medium. So Anywhere. Anywhere on that sliding uh, scale, we're, I'm fine we're gonna, with. We're going to kill that one. All right, so. <laughs> every, I'm going to find a way, every single one. I'm let's gonna work it rope in. this back in. Friendships. <laughs> so, friendships. We, you and I are both, I mean, obviously this podcast was born out of a friendship. We're people that keep, I think, yeah. you know, we're people that keep a lot of friendships alive. And that can be... Uh, there's a lot that goes into that. That can be work at times. It can be super easy at times. You can have friends in all sorts and shapes and sizes. Um, so I guess, I mean, I, I, there are different categories of friends, right? Chime. There we go. Chime. Chime time. What? Chime it's chime time. time. All right. So, but, but there oh, are different man. categories of friends. Fact. Fact. Uh, funny enough. I don't know if, listen, this is definitely more up my alley, I think, on this one, but uh, Aristotle's Politics, all right? So a book that Aristotle wrote way way back when. uh, I read it quite a few years ago. Anyway, he actually dives into different levels of friendship in there. It's, It's really more of life lessons and stuff than just strictly politics in that book. If you can stand dealing with some of those things, definitely read it. I liked it. But anyway... He, uh, he talked about there's really like three different categories of friendships to him in his mind. And, uh, you know, I'll kind of hit on each of those. And I'm curious your thoughts. I'll hit one at a time and we'll dive, you know, one by one. Right. So uh, a utility friendship uh, was kind of his first base category, really, if it's if it's useful to be your friend. Right. If it's uh, if I can get something from it, if we're a teammate. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're chasing a win together. So, you know, we're friends on a sports team, but after that, all right, you know, talk to you next practice. Okay. Uh, there are the, the ones that you're more pleasure uh, of friendship. Uh, right. And those are the ones that you really do have a few things in common with. You really can get along, uh, go to sporting events with go shared experiences, uh, have a little bit more fun, uh, from an external point of view, not just a specific you know, one deal, right? You actually have some commonality of different. And the last level of friendship, his top, like if you're looking at this like in a pyramid, right? At the top of the pyramid of friendship, according to Aristotle, were those friends where it was more virtuous or virtue, 
Uh, and, and that really was where you're driving excellence uh, out of the other person. And they're kind of holding you accountable to that same level, really trying to make you become the better person, make you into who you think you can be and who you want to be, whether you have a shared dream or not, you know, of still pushing you to, to better yourself. Right. Uh, you know, I think our friendship has been well-documented in you know, just these few pods, but also for 20 years of, shenanigans uh you know we we've reached we've reached the virtue point i would okay. I, I would suspect time out i got I, you you gave me a lot to unpack there so so let's let's back it up utility friends okay yeah 100 percent. when i when i think about this this is like and, and i don't know if it's the same level or if it's a level just above this but i think about acquaintances and that could be work friends. You, you call them friends, but yep. you really only see them when you punch the clock together. So totally agree. Utility friends, that might be an actual friend that you just, you know, uh, I know that when I have, like, when I want to go play flag football, I call, call so-and-so. Like, it's just kind of like, a, it's not a give and take. It's not like a, I just call this person when I need something, but there's kind of a specific thing the, that you get. Their niche. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That's yeah. It. You're, you're, it's a specific friend. I'm like, Oh, that one guy does this one thing. And it's like, cool. We'll call him for this. You know what I'm saying? I need a beer pong buddy. That's not a thing. We're, we don't do that anymore. Nope. Um, I agree. I honestly, <laughs> well, okay. Hold on. I honestly <laughs> oh, tried to oh, think of the last time oh, that I've played beer pong. I, oh, I don't remember. I don't have a specific memory, but I can tell you that I guarantee, I guarantee you, I know where and under the circumstances in which it occurred. I don't know how to even, what what does that even mean? Must have been back home and I was with my brothers and uh, we were upstairs at the house. And if I had to guess, it was probably two or three years ago, maybe four, maybe five. Don't know. Don't know. Nope. That sounds about right. uh, And I bet you Alabama football was somewhere involved in that. uh, Highly probable. (laughs) Highly probable. So, Utility friends. I don't know if there's much else there, but that's exactly what I, I, I agree with that one. Now, you said pleasure friends. First thing that came to mind, sorry, uh, friends with benefits. I, I, immediate, I immediately thought you were going to make that joke there, and I hope. I took the high road, man. Least, I'm talking Aristotle few... over here. I'm talking Aristotle. <laughs> I'm going the high road. I know. You're bringing us back I down. Know, but it, <laughs> it was a, I had to. I had to. Um, but pleasure friends, that's an interesting <laughs> way to say that, but I, in, in all seriousness, there are a list of people that you just genuinely enjoy being around. Yep. I think that I have a lot of, I know a lot of people like that. We may not be the closest friends, but I know that when I call this person or when we hang out or have a conversation, get coffee, whatever it is. I may seek them out a little bit more than I would just an acquaintance or a utility friend. So we may not talk every week. We may not talk every month, but every time we get together, you know, you have that. I'm sure you have these friends too. Um, like my friend, Aaron. So he, he originally used to work for me. Um, but I just see him as a, a good person, good head on his shoulders. He's a couple years younger than me, but he's somebody that just has good perspective He's got a really positive outlook and we've gotten coffee a couple times. We don't talk all the time, but every now and then we shoot each other a text, random phone call. And I would definitely describe him as 
I don't know if I'd describe him as a pleasure friend, but I would say <laughs> if we're if these if these are the finite categories yep, that that's I, it, you are you're confined I'm, to this if, box, all right? Or this pyramid. If I'm, if I'm confined, confined to this pyramid, to the pre, to the pyramid, uh, to the saber pyramid. Yeah. Sabre. <laughs> for those of you at for for those people that can't see, I'm I'm holding up a pyramid with my hands as Jim did because I'm wearing a Dunder Mifflin shirt. We're going down the rabbit hole. Yep. If I'm confined to the saber pyramid, then yes, Aaron would England would be considered a pleasure. I think friend. like I, that just sounds it does weird. Does sound loud. weird, man. Uh, listen, <laughs> okay, yeah, but you're gonna ignore. But I, I, in all honesty, I would say eighty to ninety percent of our friends are, are going to fall into this middle pyramid pleasure category. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 few and far between that you're able to elevate from that that pleasure to the virtue friend right into that into that category uh but one of the questions that actually that i was thinking about when we were you know talking about this beforehand uh and, and you admit it, it, it kind of brought it up with the acquaintance right uh you know a lot of us do have different acquaintances different things you know oh hey yeah call good dude uh he can help you out with whatever but you don't really know jimmy right at what level, I guess, does an acquaintance cross that line into a friend? So I guess at what point then would like that utility friend kind of come into where we have agreed, you know, probably 80 to 90 percent of our, you know, that pleasure zone <laughs> that that uh, friend group would really kind of come from? Where, where is that? Where is that line? I guess. Oh, man, uh, I think it's when you make an effort, you know, the most. What's the, what do they say? The world's most valuable currency is time. I think when you start making time for people on your own, you know, again, not work, not something that you need, but when it's I'm not even going to say an inconvenience, but when you start to make time and you start to share that time with somebody else, I feel like that's where it kind of starts to change over a little bit for me, you know, to go out of your way to get coffee or to go out of your way to have a conversation or to mentor someone or to ask for help for some, you know, when you start sharing time, that's not time that you are required to be together. I feel like that's where you start to the pleasure zone. I feel like that's well, okay. So yeah, <laughs> about we got to no, get away. Not, Give me a different word. Give me a this different word. Thing um, <laughs> So we, we'll talk about kind of what we look for of characteristics and, and friends and, and different things with that in a second. But in my mind, you know, time, yes, I think that's definitely one of the one of the things that, that really helps that transition. One of the characteristics that I was going to kind of mention a little bit later, and we'll talk a little bit further about it, was really that support, right? And getting that support from someone. It's proven support, right? I mean, I, I want somebody that if I'm going through something, you know, they're going to be there for me. And they, and they show me that they're going to be there for me. You know, they, they, they offer that shoulder to cry on, that that ear to listen, you know, whatever it might be. Not everybody's great at giving advice. So you're not always going to call everybody for advice, but just let me vent to you every now and then, right? I mean, th just, just being there, that shows me that support, you know, and you never know where you might be or what might be going on and you get some bad news. And so you might be with some of those friends or acquaintances that, you know, you haven't had that time invested in. So you don't really know how they're going to react. You know, they'd be like, all right, this dude's crazy. I'm out. Bye. All right, cool. You, you stay here in my utility, you know, belt. You know, you're my, you're my utility friend. Uh, <laughs> but for those guys that are going to be there to support you to get you through that stuff, that's where I think that in my mind, you know, time, I think is definitely one aspect. And being get that support structure uh, and that support kind of proven uh, characteristic really helps me move you 
from that virtue to pleasure zones pyramid something man that is a, that was a great building block because you're right it is just more than time it's got to be not just qual not just quantity but quality as well there's a depth to it as well you know we could talk you know call somebody and just talk about football all day long and there's not really you know it's just stuff yeah. just entertainment you know but can you call somebody when something good happens or when something bad happens you know what i'm saying like that's definitely definitely a big one um I've got a, a short list of people on that list where some stuff's going down and I call you and you don't answer. There's a two, three, and yeah. four, <laughs> you, know? Yep. you know? Um, but man, that was great. Also, uh, a little callback for you here. You said, uh, Jimmy, you got something to fix. Dude, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Grimes. I don't know. Jimmy's my go-to like make believe <laughs> person. Is this, is this Jim Grimes slash Jimmy Grimes the I think it is. It's, it's, this is my catfish personality <laughs> coming out again. This is your. <laughs> I'm telling you, me and Jimmy, we so got not problems. On, so not, me and Jimmy got problems. Hey, not only can not only can he spy on your six year old for you, being <laughs> yourself, he can also fix your roof. So, hey, Jim, Jim, Jiminy, Jimmy Grimes sounds like a heck of a dude. Dude, Jimothy? Oh, he's a hell of a guy. <laughs> Jimothy. Oh man, pleasure, friends, friends with benefits. Okay, moving on. Yeah. So then you get to virtuous friends and, and yep. well, before we get there, you met, we brought up a good point about uh, the bulk of people of bulk of all friends ending up in that pleasure friends group. I think that yeah. relates to a lot of categories. The, the majority are like the, the average, you know, if you look at like a bell curve or what, whatnot, you know, the people on the fringe, it's going to be few, you know, actually, I don't know. That kind of, that kind of doesn't work here. Cause your acquaintances, you might have a million, you know, well, think you might about have a hundred. We've been around for 30 years. I've moved 8 million times. I've yeah. met a thousand different people, Yeah, you know, and you've moved and met. And think about the hospitality. Industry. You, you've said it a couple of times yeah. ago. You had 500 people roughly who have worked for you in the past. You ain't telling me, yeah. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you 10% of those. You still talk to. Oh, probably gotta be less than that. So, I, okay. So yes, we're just, I'm, we're formulating thoughts as we're going. So no, not a bell curve, but, but actually, I guess just a regular curve. And yes, at the acquaintance level and the utility friends level, like could be thousands, hundreds to thousands yeah. of people, I would guess. To your point, I got to think about every hotel that I ever worked in, not only my team that worked for me, but the front desk staff, the bell staff, the engineers, the GMs, the, all the people, the guests that you meet along the way. I mean, tons and tons and tons like i said hundreds if not thousands of people and then each level just gets smaller kind of like a pyramid <laughs> then riff it inside there it is okay. yeah i should have just built off what you had already instead of building my own analogies so what i thought i thought that was great though because yes the majority are going to fall in that pleasure friends little area and then virtuous you're like the top little Top little triangle there at the very top. And the first thing I thought about, because you teed this up really well. I don't know if you can say it again, but what, what, how did you describe the virtuous friends? Just, you know, it's, it's few and far between, right? I think in my mind, you were extremely lucky to get, uh, you know, to a virtuous level of friendship. And, and in my mind, and kind of what Aristotle alluded to when he was talking about this level, was really it was the people who would, you know, drive you to be better, right? It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, hey, we have the same exact dream. But we're able to continue to to grow and push each other to be your best self, right? I mean, if I ever need somebody gotcha. to call me on my crap, I know you will, 
right? You will call me on my stuff and tell me when I'm being stupid well before anybody else probably will. And then it goes the other way around too. 100%. When you, when you first started describe before you went into that in-depth description, you said, and then at the very top, there are the mm. best of friends, the best friends ever. And I'm thinking one word, dogs. <laughs> Just dogs. Yeah. That's it. Well, best listen, I don't know how Wilder makes you be a better person, but if, if you need to go there, that's, that's fine by me. That, all right. So Van and I put a time over Thanksgiving break together. Uh, not, not a time, but enough to where I formally got to meet Wilder. And, and let me tell you, this dog is oh, smaller boy. than my foot. I don't know how you don't crush this he, dog. He's a virtuous friend, Corey. He's <laughs> I don't a know virtuous how you don't crush friend. this dog. I don't know how. I would, I would be so scared every waking moment that I would step on this dog. I'm a large person. We're both between 6'2 and 6'3, yep. somewhere in there. Whatever. We talked about <laughs> white lies before. This dog is very, very small. I mean, it is, he weighs seven pounds. Like, yeah, yeah. Tiny. Tiny. Uh, he is about the size of my foot, and uh, he's the best friend that a man could have. <laughs> so, moving on, Vir- virtuous friends. So yes, this is the uh, I-, I can. Say, I mean, I don't think you can have a handful more than a yeah. handful, if not like a, a very few, actual virtuous friends. I know some people. Oh, it's Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point. He talks about all of the different types of people and they, i think he talks one of them are connectors i believe um I'm, I'm probably getting that title wrong but it's people that basically can just keep massive amounts of friends like he describes this one individual who is just basically a socialite who has this book it's kind of like kimberly kimberly's actually probably one of these this book of people that they have met and, and he calls them collectors because they kind of collect people it's not <laughs> sinister or anything but they just they they meet and they collect people and they remember birthdays and they send they send cards on birthdays and anniversaries and all this stuff and they just mass amount these these people um and they maintain all these friendships which <laughs> sounds like a lot of work to be honest virtuous friends very very few in order to share that much information about each other which mm-hmm. i feel like is at the core of it you you physically can't there's not enough time to like be that close or to help as much as that is required to be a virtuous friend. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I think you almost have to go through some stuff. I mean, like, I mean, you know, I mean, I think you almost have mm. to really go through Good some point. stuff together to really get to that level of, you know, in, in my mind at that level. And, and I've, I've introduced you this way before, right? And, and I know vice versa. But, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, hey, Van's my best friend, you know, or Van is my brother, right? I mean, you you get to that level of, I trust you in my life. And, right. you know, we joke and we kid and, you know, we have fun with it. But at the end of the day, I have 100% trust. And, and you know, I, I think it goes, you know, it goes both ways. And, and that takes time. It takes going through a bunch of stuff and really hating each other uh, at different times, too. So, I mean, it's kind of, yeah. it's a weird give and take synopsis to get there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, I, I've had, I have a lot of really, really good friends and a lot of really close friends. I'm very fortunate in that regard. When you get up to this kind of virtuous friend level, who's really going to sit there, call a spade a spade, try to really make you a better person and really get to where you want to be and understand where you want to be. I feel like there's, even with the pleasure friends, there's a lot of ego. So in friendships, I feel like ego is involved a lot of the time, right? So it's, I guess it starts at the bottom with utility friends. 
how can this person help me? I'm going to keep my, your ego is intact. It, you're putting out there that persona of whatever you want it to be. And that is what it is. There's no, there's like the ego is just a fine line. It's, it's set pleasure friends. You might kind of like let the ego down and like uh, drop your guard a little bit and like maybe let some people in with virtuous friends. Yeah. I feel like it is just an open book. You know, it's it, like at that point, you're just kind of like, you're, you're open, you're unguarded, you know, you, you can give advice and you can take advice and it should be a pretty mutual friendship. I would feel like it shouldn't be where one person's totally unguarded and the other person's just faking it the whole time. Like that's not, you know, I think it's got to kind of go both ways. So, um, yeah. And in order to do that, it, it does take, I think it takes a lot of experiences, good and bad to your point. I mean, with us, I mean, you, I, I, we were waiting for Katie to have Jonah and we were just, <laughs> she waiting, was in labor for two days. Waiting, yeah. That sucked. And my birth and, and, and I was like, well, we're going to have the same <laughs> birthday and then we're not. And then it's not the next day. And then it's like, okay, one more day. And I'm like, well, I've got a full work week. And it was like, eh. Oh, here, here he is. He's here now. I'm like, Oh God. So I was like, sure. I'll rent a car and drive 13 hours to the middle of the night to get down there. And I did. And it was fantastic. I got to test drive. A brand new at the time, Woo. Chevy Impala, new and improved. <laughs> Didn't buy one, but you know it, it. It it drove well for for thirteen hours, and then thirteen Which hours. You pretty back. much did. Uh, I mean, you had you slept. You came. You came. You got a key from me to go to the house. Crashed, I think, on the couch for like oh, that's four so hours, true. if that. I forgot about came that. Came back to the hotel when you could technically yeah. could visit. We're able to hang out for like two hours. You're like, right. okay, I gotta go. <laughs> All right. Do you remember? Do you remember one of my favorite weird memories about that? Is I bought two, yes. <laughs> I bought two cigars. Okay, I'm on the way down. I think I left at like four or five in the afternoon to get to yep. Jacksonville. So I think I left at like four or five from Nashville to get to Jacksonville, or maybe it was later. Maybe it was like nine or ten. I think I left after work. Wow. So I get to Atlanta at like I don't know one a.m. I am scouring Atlanta for cigars at like one or 2 a.m <laughs> super sketchy and um i think i stopped at like two or three exits i ended up at a gas station or something again 2 a.m buying cigars in atlanta feeling super safe and uh picked up two cigars get down there and uh you're right i got there immediately crashed i was i was wiped out and i guess we couldn't visit because it was like 3 a.m or 2 a.m or i don't can't remember but um those times don't add up. Dude, whatever. It was, <laughs> whenever you got there, I don't know, maybe she was feeding or something. Like, ah, who knows? But yeah, you, you went and crashed, got a key, crashed literally. I mean, it couldn't have been more than like four, maybe five hours and then came back. And then the, right. the funniest part of, of that was we obviously we couldn't smoke a cigar in the hospital. And so we can't, wanted to can't do that. Right? I mean, That's frowned upon. Big deal, right? <laughs> so her family was there. My family was there. So we were like, all right, well, hey, we're going to go you know, kind of sneak out here, go find, uh, I mean, it's a naval base. So there were, you know, smoke pits and different things. Um, and we drove around down to the actual waterfront where there was a smoke pit and the wind was so yep. bad and it was so cold that we, we <laughs> couldn't get out and smoke a cigar. So we just we, looked at each other. Okay. This is cool. Uh, I'm not going to do this. We literally couldn't get them lit. We could not get them lit. And, you know, we're, like, young. I didn't have, like, a butane lighter or anything. Oh, like, we're trying to use matches or some Bic lighter or something. So we're out there by the water, and it's just <laughs> – if we're on the phone, it would just be <laughs> – It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it's, it's just whipping. 
And it, like, I think at one after like five minutes, we were both like, well, <laughs> pretty much we tried. But I will say to your credit, uh, like two or three days later, after you got back and kind of caught back up on sleep, uh, we did FaceTime and have those cigars over FaceTime. That is true. That is true. We did do that. I actually forgot about that until just now. Vice versa. Dark story. <laughs> Skip ahead if you don't want to hear it. Some uh, some stuff went down in my life in 2016. And, uh, yep, made the call. Waited a couple days to give the bad news to some people. And I uh, was like, yo, uh, Corey, I'm uh, unfortunately going to have to move out of my house and move in somewhere else. And uh, some stuff's going down. Within and, an, uh, within, there, within the couple hours, I was or, packing uh, my bag and heading your way. I think I was there the next yeah. day. Yeah, you, I was there did, the next you day. Move all my stuff out into yeah. uh, into into Tom's place. Yeah. Man, what a time! And that wasn't fun, you know. That having the baby part was fantastic. Yeah, you got to go through some side. stuff. You praise when you're up, and you you lift up when you're down. So tying it all back in together, virtuous friends, virtuous friends. There you go. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to drive cross country to be a virtuous friend. I'm just saying that. that is, I mean, that, that's the depth of our life. Honestly, this year has probably. <laughs> made some friendships a lot stronger. I mean, just with everything going on in the world and people kind of not being able to get out and do things, True, you know, if unfortunately you or your family members kind of came in contact or, or, you know, had to go through the sickness, the purge, um, you know, to have that friend that you could call or that would be there for you, or at least, you know, FaceTime talk, you know, you don't have to necessarily be there physically, but emotionally, I think is a big thing, you know, just vulnerability, you know, you hit on that earlier, being able to take that wall down. I mean, I am a very loud, personable person, uh, you know, for forever with a lot of people. Uh, but, uh, you know, once I let that wall down, I'm, I'm a little sensitive. You know, I've got I've got some some touch points that, you know, they, they get to me a little bit. But you're only going to see that if we are extremely, extremely close. Uh, and majority of the time, even then, you know, it's going to be you know i'll still i'll still have that little bit of a guard up but you'll at least know <laughs> or or if you're watching a disney movie in theaters then the person then the, then the person That's sitting next right to you there. will also see that side of you <laughs> oh yeah quality four quality, brothers quality. great movie go watch it oh man yeah. that's a good one all right fantastic aside here quote quotes so we're 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 men born in the of the, I, yep. I mean, technically I'm 89, but we're, we're nineties kids. Right. Um, <laughs> do you not feel like there's some camaraderie with quotes, movie quotes? My mom, my mom joked around like every Christmas, my mom buys his t-shirts, matching t-shirts for all three of us boys, Santos boys. And a couple years ago, she got us one that says I speak fluent movie quotes because around our household. And I know with you as well, constant movie quotes. Dude, i think Why? it, it goes into that relatability thing, thing right i mean <laughs> you know we can relate because of the movies we watch yes uh, like I, so sebastian and i right we were going down to the that was the tripod for anybody who might have missed that episode earlier tripod going again episode two here it is tripod. uh anyway we were we were driving down we had to have been 16 i think maybe 15 i don't know somewhere right around in there but we were driving down with my dad my dad's best friend at the time, uh, my brother Cody, and his best friend at the time. And we were driving down in the back of a Yukon. Uh, we got thrown in the very back, mainly because I like to be in the very back. I usually got to spread out because I was by myself. Uh, but he and I were in the very back, and we had a DVD entertainment center thing, right? 
And uh, the only way that you could hear it, though, because mm-hmm. I don't know, we never figured out how to play it over the stereo, was you had to have the, the wireless earpiece, the headphones, right? Yeah. The headphones. But we only had two oh, pairs. We, we all had the headphones. So there's four kids in the yep. back. We only have two uh-huh. pair of these headphones. So we, you know, a little older, we've seen the movie once or twice. And we, so we let my brother and his friend wear the headphones. So we then proceed to watch the movie, but then quote it back and forth to each other. We quoted, it's the, the proudest and saddest moment of my life. We quoted the entire movie nearly verbatim on the way down from Huntsville to Tuscaloosa, had my dad, his friend up in the very front. They turned off the radio and were just listening to us and dying laughing. It was, it was great, but yeah, it's, it's movies, man. It's something that we can all relate to. And, and I think that it's something that we have just in mass, you know, media and mass access to that maybe generations before us really didn't, you know, they got a few, but not necessarily that many generations after us will not have that either because yeah, it's true. Netflix, we had, we had, you know, a stream of 10 summer comedy movies that came out for like that. I don't know if it was 10 years or 20 or whatever, but we had those blockbuster comedy movies and every guy knew all of those lines. That story, by the way, is of legend. Yeah, dude, because it was crazy. Because we tried it it again a few years later to like (laughs) people's like astonishment. We're still, we got pretty damn close. All right. So we talked about, you know, a little bit of that shared characteristic, right? That, that, that ability to, to kind of relate in some way in a friend. What in your mind, if you're you're meeting somebody or have a few acquaintances now, what kind of are those characteristics that really kind of get you from being that acquaintance or that utility friend into that next level? Man, this is so bad, but I'm mm. I'm aged like a fine now. wine. It's it's uh, you know before it would have been. <laughs> What movies are you watching? What music do you listen to? Yep. Like, oh, do you play in a band? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your favorite sports team? I've noticed myself recently. I am uh, completing one final stint at this uh, this valet job. <laughs> this wonderful, terrible, amazing, horrible, <laughs> awful, incredible job. I love it. That is. Now, a that's job. not a direct quote, but that's what Jim. Ha- that's how Jim. That's how Jim Halpert describes the paper product or the the paper industry. So I'm doing this final stint here, and I I meet a lot of new people, and you know, young guys that are young guys and girls that are just starting this job or whatever. And I always ask the same question, especially the ones that are in school. So it's like, oh, you're in school. What are you doing with that? What are you uh, What are you trying to do with your future? Oh, you should look at this. Like I'm trying to I help agree, sculpt Paul. these people's future. So unless <laughs> What I'm what what I'm getting at, you're damn right. So what I'm getting at is, it's so weird. But like I like I don't feel any sort of connection with somebody unless they're like motivated to do something. You know what I'm saying? That maybe that's just like a ground floor level thing. But you know, there's a couple guys that play sports professionally and semi-professionally right now that like I've made friends with and they're just, they're, they're striving to do bigger things. Um, so I connect with those people and I'm trying to hang out with them and, and they're just fun to be around. They're positive. They're excited. They're striving for something. So, um, and it could be anything, you know, I talked about Aaron earlier, but I, you know, he started his own kind of marketing company and he's just, you know, someone that is trying to make things happen. And so for me, I guess a little gateway at the very, like very bottom, like I just, 
you know, I need someone who is excited about something. Positivity is huge. I, like I don't hang around with negative people. I, if I, if, if I, if I run across somebody and it's like, Oh, well this sucks and that sucks. And like, so-and-so is this and this is that. And like just a wall of negativity. If I see that, I'm going to nod my head and say, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. Okay. That's cool. And I'll, I'll be nice, <laughs> but I will avoid that person. <laughs> we we will never, you will never find me in a social setting with that person. Like if, if they're at work or, or something else, but I think ne- avoiding negativity is big. So, you know, those are the characteristics that I look for in people. And it's not like, I'm not out here searching like, Oh, let me find people that are like this. It's just like, if someone comes across my path who is happy, excited, positive, you know, again motivated all those characteristics and then i'm interested i'm intrigued and i'm like well let's talk more about that i think one of the big things that always comes back to my mind is you are only as good as the people that you hang out with that is one of my favorite sayings in the world um and i think that rings true a lot of the time i do think there are exceptions to that rule um i don't think you should only hang out with people that are exactly like you you need perspective but um i would say that's those are kind of my my keys my keys to to that when that little light bulb goes off and i'm like okay we could i like that i like i like the the motivated thing you 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 talked about you know one of the things that i think i look at a lot too is you know i I, we talked about complacency and and different things like that on our, our sports pod i think uh but you know I want to grow. I want to always continue. I'm a pretty ambitious person. I like ambitious friends who want to grow and do more things. Uh, And and if there's something that I can help you do to get that or that you can help me, right? I mean, we benefit. It's a win-win. Talk to the ego that you referenced earlier, right? That's our baseline. That's how we're kind of moving up the ladder here uh, in, in, in uh, in our friendship pyramid. But, you know, if we can, if, if you can still grow separately, but never really apart, I think that's really what kind of frames it in as to a, a true, really good friendship uh, for me. And, and I can say, you know, having moved around, met a million different people, you know, I have a, a lot of those kind of utility friends uh, who never really kind of became a little bit more. And a lot of that was due to time of me just not being there or being around. Guys, for whatever reason, suck at keeping up with people. And we can talk about that in a second. Uh, but, you know, I really I really do think that, you know, if 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 we're able to continue to push each other to to grow and, and, and do more. Right. I mean, you know, I want to help people. I want to get involved in public service. You know, I want to try to do, you know, X, Y and Z to fix the world in my mind. Right. And uh, I constantly get called out for some of the antics that I'll do from time to time of how is that really doing anything? I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. But, you know, you're not going to come across a bunch of different people like I used to now that we're a little bit more settled. And, and so I think it's a little, it's a little more difficult now that we're getting older to even get more of those friends up into that, you know, virtuous, uh, you know, top of the pyramid type thing. I can tell you, you know, it's probably, I've, I've probably only added one. And since I got out of the Navy, right. I mean, it can't, it started as a work friendship, right. You yeah. know, I've introduced you to flip, you know, flip, uh, you know, he and I are really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really, it started just work-wise, right. You know, I could get buildings ready for him. He got sales for me. Uh, you know, so we had, a an ROI understanding of, Hey, let's, let's, we're we good business buddies. Let's go make some money. And so we did that and we did a really good job. And then, Hey, he's a yeah. big SEC sports fan. He's from Tennessee, you know, Hey, let's talk football. Let's, you know, go grab a few drinks. And it just kind of kept escalating and escalating and escalating. 
uh, I ended up getting to officiate his wedding. Right. I mean, we got to that, to that level, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, he's, he's someone that I literally, we talk about eight twenty every morning. We usually get on the phone and complain about our day. So there's a little bit of a negativity in there. We just kind of egg it on about, Hey, this job sucks. Yeah, I know. I hate it too. All right, buddy. Love you. We'll talk later. <laughs> and you know, we go on about it, but we call each other constantly for advice, <laughs> uh, work or outside related. So, you know, it's just, but I don't know. And I have a hard time seeing, you know, without changing industries or changing, you know, jobs or changing, I don't know, right. I, you know, churches, social status, something, there's almost has to be some change that you make to be able to even bring people into your life to start building that pyramid again. I'm going to build on that because it's really interesting to me. I, maybe it's age. Maybe it's age. Maybe it's uh, circumstance. I don't know what it is, but it's a really interesting thing that, that is similarities between mm. making new friends and dating. Oh, yeah. Thoughts on that? I'm going to explain, my, I'm going to explain mine first. I, I just find... Maybe I didn't even think about it when I was younger, but it's like, to your point, we're older now. So I'm like, who I spend my time with, who I spend time, how I spend time in general is just important to me because I could be doing a lot of other things that are important to me that could mm-hmm. potentially move me forward, whatever. You don't want to waste your time. So when I start to spend new time, like time with new people, it feel in a weird way. It feels kind of like oh, I'm getting to meet somebody new. It's kind of like dating. Flip side, you know, a couple of years ago, or you know, when you're younger or whatever, again, you're you're trying to find someone to be with. So who you spend your time with is important. And so, you know, it's 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 a weird similarity um, that I found most recently, especially when you're meeting somebody new, because it's like, oh, so were you. Uh, <laughs> You listen to music or, uh, you know, uh, what do you do on Fridays? Uh, no, that's, like, I think that's, that's good. Man. I, I like it. I think that's a really good correlation. So, because I think some of the strongest relationships start off with that same foundation, right? I mean, like you, you almost, you want to be friends almost before you get to that level, uh, you, you know, whether friends. or not it's, you know, exactly. labeled that, right. you know, you may start dating somebody, whatever. Oh, yes, yeah, my girlfriend. But you can be friends with your girlfriend. You can be friends with your wife. You can be friends with your fiance. Like that is allowed. That's encouraged. I would encourage that. The one thing that, that that sparked this idea was you said it's difficult to meet new friends in this age. True. Same thing with dating, right? It's like, okay, you've got all these apps to find new friends. There's no <laughs> That's I a love great you app. Movie. You know there oh, you go. Paul Rudd, Siegel, baby. There's I a reference. It. Ladies on Jaminji. See you later, Jovan. <laughs> so, but you're right. I mean, because it's like I've met a lot of new friends at this job that I'm currently working, this last stint at, this last stepping stone. But I've I've since met a lot of cool people that I've sought out to hang out with. And it's like, had I not d- taken that job, I wouldn't have met those people. I'd have just been hanging out with the same people, which would have been fine. But uh, you know. Uh, shout out to one of my one of my newer friends, Aaron you got Becker. A few shout so outs. You're probably not listening to this, but if you are, there's your shout out. I got we met and we were like, I, I don't know how this got brought up. Randomly started talking about music. He likes heavy music. Hey. He likes rock bands. Breaking Benjamin is his favorite favorite band. And I'm like, well, do we karate do, in the garage. Like, do we just become <laughs> best friends. Do you want to go karate? Do karate in the do, do karate in the garage? After. And they were like, yep, yep. So uh, you know, but it's it's funny how those things happen. And to your point. 
at this age, unless you move into something new, you're not going to be put in situations where you generically find new friends. And again, no, I love you, man app. So we're not out there finding new friends. And truthfully, I've got a bunch of great friends, you know? I mean, I think you and I both do. So, I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm so lonely. Find, I'm so lonely. my friends. But it's, it's a tough thing to balance too, though. So no, this, I was going to segue, I think, to the you same, same way you are. Podcast? I mean, we are, you know, able to, over time, build up that good friend list, right? And so it's not like we're looking or trying to add or, mm-hmm. you know, if you happen to come across somebody that's pretty cool, yeah, it's great. I mean, and if you can develop that friendship, it's even better. Uh, but... You know, over time, especially for for someone who's moved around or who has changed professions or who has done some different things, guys suck at actually keeping up with those people. So maintaining friendships, I think that would be that's a better that's a better way to put it than the way that I was maintaining friendships. You're not wrong. We have a hard time with that. I think that you and I are probably two of the better people at this. I, I I try to be semi thoughtful. Uh, you know, Kimberly again Dude, sends out. I don't know how like Katie does that. I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's amazing. Amazing. I, I don't. Yeah, I. It's severe organization. It's amazing. Um, but maintaining friendships are hard, man. I mean, you know, especially that fringe. You know, right in between the pleasure friends and the utility friends, or really the virtuous friends and the pleasure friends. You. You know, it's hard yeah, to I can say keep I had, that going. You know, two, you know, two really good friends when I lived in Houston uh, that we all worked together, and they were they were fantastic, and they were some of the the closest people I got to when I lived there. But as soon as I moved away, you know, for the first couple months, we kept in touch, and and now you know I'll still reach out to them, uh, like if it's their their birthdays or their daughter's birthdays or something. It's just a quick text, to, you know, it's not even a phone call, you know. But it's just like it's so quick to somebody who can mean right. so much to you in this point in time, you know, it's a year from now. It's kind of, it, it almost sucks. It, it, it does suck, man. It, it, it sucks because it's people, you know, a, a lot, sometimes I don't want to, I'm not going to give away. I'm going to give away my last point that I would like to cover here in a little bit, which is friendships ending or changing. But, um, you know, it does suck with the ones that you want to be closer with, but for whatever reason, circumstance or otherwise, it's just, it's, it's not feasible. It's hard. You're right. People moving, people, you know, changing relationships, you know, God forbid, big one. you know, relationship change. And then, and then relationships, I mean, yeah. it, they've ended rock groups, you know, like rock star, you know, rock bands, you know, forever. You know, Yoko the girlfriend Ono. or the wife or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was almost about to say Yoko Ono. That was so good. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard when you can kind of control it, but when it's just out of reach. So, like, I already shouted him out once, Matt Santangelo, uh, down in Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Shout out, Matt. Big Miami fan. We talked about that. But, like, you know, he <laughs> lived up here. <laughs> he lived up here in lived up here in Nashville, you know, worked together. We were, I would consider ourselves like we were, we were pleasure friends. There you go. Um, you know, we hung out a lot. We hung out socially, you know, and, uh, he moved back home to Fort Lauderdale and I went to visit actually in 2016, 2017, 2017. Um, we text occasionally when things pop up, Miami stuff, Nashville stuff, but it's just, it's hard. You know, it's hard to get on a plane. We, we talk about them coming to visit and us going down there and all that stuff. But, you know, it's hard to maintain when, you know, you're I think you're 
your commonality changes too. Like when you're in the same city, you know, when you're going through the same things, it's easy to connect. And then all of a sudden when you're at different places, it's like, all right, I don't know what the mayor of Fort Lauderdale is doing or Miami is doing. And, and, you know, it's like, it's it's like how you were trying to pass off that you were a bigger Um, Titans fan than Alabama fan. Because you had, <laughs> because you okay, had you know, more access that to that from the day to day, right? I mean, like that's the culture, that's what you're in, so that's what you feel closer to. Whether or not yes. your true love and true family is still back in Alabama, and you righted that wrong of admitting, yeah. But you're just throwing that back out there, right? Just to poke you, just to poke you. <laughs> Recency bias. Recency bias, my bad. I already, I already, we did, we did that. That's done. It's done, that it's done and buried. Yeah. Maintaining relationships, so or friendships, maintaining friendships. So, you know, yeah. and then th- I think it back to like high school. Okay, so you're in high school together, and this is a very traditional approach to it because people have all different ways of, I mean, going through life. But high school, you've got friends, and then everyone moves away, or, you know, maybe everybody stays in the same place. Our yeah. Our experience was that everybody moved away, right? After high school, everybody just all over the country gone. We only saw each other when people came back yes, to were. town, which was always fun. Those reunions were always a blast. But keeping keeping up with people in California or New York or, you know, Chicago or Atlanta and then Orlando, it's like, oh, my gosh, like how, how many – uh, how many places and, and it's can funny because you mentioned this too. Hard. It's always um, like, oh yeah, hey, so we're gonna then, come visit. Oh, that's the worst. I hate that because you, <laughs> you envision it in your mind. You're like, oh, I'm coming. Oh, it's gonna. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're. You know what? We're go- we're going. And and you know what? <laughs> we're gonna have a blast. You start looking up places to go eat <laughs> and stuff. You're never ever going to that city. So realist, I hate got. to break it to you. You're not going. You think you are. You know, it's like if this is just a pleasure friend, it's not a virtuous friend. Nah. pleasure friends we'll say we're coming we're not we're mm-hmm. never coming don't don't, don't worry about you know not painting the guest room yet because we, we're not going to see it it's okay it's really okay yeah don't do that so uh so so it's it's hard it's hard to maintain and then you go to college or you don't go to college you just different walks of life every different job and then people move away and people come in people go out and i think to the overwhelming thing about maintaining friendships is those virtuous friends are the ones that are yeah, constant I mean, throughout you know uh they're very very few that transcend all of the dips and peaks yeah, and valleys like I said, you grow separately and all the changes apart. you know i mean yeah you know, that's that's just kind of the way it is that, it does suck it. though i that's mean it. to your point you know you especially if they've become such a good friend during that time of your life and you know they really are maybe the top end of that pleasure zone of a, of a friend right i mean you want to be a good friend to them you want to 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 be able to do that because I mean, we all know right you're not going to have a good friend if you're not a good friend to them i mean so it, it definitely it's a two-way street and it's it's really hard to always kind of balance it and so, really do so true i would love to close with this topic of, of source but you know friendships i guess I guess in in two parts, fake friendships, fake friendships is one. And then just friendships coming to an end, either naturally or by choice, either way, just difficult things there, difficult things to grapple with, you know, like you may have to maintain a fake friendship with someone for a myriad of reasons, right? Business. So, I mean, like maybe they're your boss, and you really hate this person. <laughs> you really need it yep. to seem on the surface like you're friends, you know? 
And that's, and that's hard. I have a, I have a really hard time to fake because of all the things I said earlier, because of negativity, motivation, all, all those things that are kind of my gateways to friendship. I struggle with, with faking that. Cause one of the things that I, I really look forward to, one of the characteristics uh, is, I mean, just being intelligent, right? I need, I need a little bit of uh, cerebral stimulation. And if you Ooh. cannot challenge me and make me think in some random way, even if it's, you know, obscure. I don't care. Just make me think about something a little bit differently, you know, to your point of not surrounding yourself by just yes men or everybody that's the exact same, you know, doppelganger of you. You need to, you need to get a wider vision, right? You can't have this tunnel vision and only see things one way. I mean, that goes back into eight other pods right. that you've done about, you know, just seeing things one way and, and being, you know, just ignorant to the rest of the world, which is ridiculous. But anyway, uh, yes, uh, there's definitely been a few bosses of that. And then even more so, uh, you know, this might be to a smaller audience, but, you know, the military, right? I mean, I was on a boat with 150 guys and we were underway and that was it. That's all we had to talk to yeah. for six months at a time. Dude, it, it came to blows a lot. I mean, and then there were some, and then, you know, like Brad is one of my yeah. closest friends, you know, <laughs> that, that I've gained in that experience. We went through a bunch of stuff together. Um, we're terrible at keeping up with each other, except we have what I would consider one of the greatest yearly traditions, uh, that, that I have. All right. So we are both very big fans of Oktoberfest when Sam Adams comes out with their Oktoberfest. And so when it gets close to the fall to football season, okay. <laughs> whoever sees have it my in attention. stores first <laughs> has to buy it and send a picture to the other person. The other person then has to go buy a six pack at least. And then we talk that night and have our first Oktoberfest together. No matter what, it does not matter. We drop whatever is going on and we make a point to do that. Talk to each other, catch up. Cause we usually talk during football season and then it's kind of hit or miss, you know, away from there. But that is our, that is our steadfast that we do every single year. And, and, and I love it. It's one of my wow. favorite traditions that I have with any friend. That is it, though, right? I mean, come on, like that, like that's the definition of friendship, right there. It's like you have this weird, quirky thing. It's yeah. funny, but like, that's living, right? I mean, that's like that's that's such a feel good, feel good thing, right? That's that's that is a, that is probably one of the best friendship stories that you're gonna have out there. That's that's the best. Um, so fake friendships. I also thought about yeah family and maybe French family, like maybe or your spouse's your brother, spouses, like, you know, your spouse, spouses. Well, maybe uh, not family, family. I'm thinking like spouses, like best friend or spouses, friends, or yeah. like spouses, friends, boyfriends, or like, you know, it's like, Oh, I gotta be nice yeah. to this guy, but I freaking yeah. hate him. <laughs> you know, it's like, I feel like you, you, have get, a you get pushed in one of these situations where, Oh man. I thought you were building really that up don't. for a story. I, I, I'm sorry. I teed that up. I really I know. thought you were going like, specific, I really thought you were about it to like lay the hair down. All right, well, here, I, I got one. So this guy is no longer a part of the picture, so I have no qualms. So anyway, <laughs> we were at a wedding for one of our friends that lives here in Asheville a few years back. And if if I'm there, like, listen, Kate has a group of friends that they've been best friends since high school. And they still keep in touch. They still talk the whole, you know, they're, they're, they're each other's group and that's cool. 
Um, so we, uh, we were all at their wedding. Uh, one of them was getting married. Uh, Kelly was getting married to a cop, actually detective now here in Asheville. So, you know, I've got an out if something ever happens. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, one of their friends, uh, brought her boyfriend who I had met once maybe before in passing type deal. And, uh, just a huge D bag. Like, I mean, just the guy thought he was God's gift to the world. He could do any and everything. And he always had a story. He was one of those one uppers, right? Oh yeah. One of those. Oh, so, the one uppers. No. Dude, yeah. But I didn't know this about, I avoid those point. too. And so we, uh, Kay had asked me, she goes, Hey, Rachel got a cabin, uh, with her boyfriend. Do you just want to stay with them? We'll split it, you know, for the weekend, the whole, and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And so we did that. And so I really got to know him. And I also didn't realize that we were the party cabin. And so we had the after wedding party at, at the cabin, which I was not uh, aware of that that was happening at all. Oh, fine. Uh, but again, whatever. Uh, so anyway, we are getting ready. So this is just before any of that we're getting ready. And I probably make this dude go uh, handle in before the wedding. Oh yeah. I, I put him down. It was uh, it was a lot. It was, it was, it was chime time. Chime, chime time. And so we get back <laughs> after was, the wedding and he's done. He's, oh, he's, he's gonzo. And, uh, I get, I get one of their other friends comes up to me and she's like, Hey, so what do you think about, I don't even remember. Like Paul, um, Jimmy, Jimmy's his name. It's just Jimmy. It's definitely Jimmy. It's sure definitely it's not, Jimmy. Sure it's not Jimmy. <laughs> definitely Jimmy. <laughs> definitely. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. Dude, Jimmy, Paul, Jimmy's a jack of all trades. Jimmy's name. He seems like a good guy right now. So we're going. So she's like, "Hey, what do you, what do you no, think about no, no, Paul?" No, no. She's like, Paul, Paul's yeah. Name. She goes, "What'd you really think?" I was like, "Dude, he, I hate him." Like he, she goes, well, "You've been drinking and partying with him all night." I was like, "Well, yeah, I can, I, I can do that with anybody because I'm not going to see him tomorrow, and I don't have to deal with him anymore." But I, I just, I, exactly. I don't like it because he was part of the group, right? You have to accept it. You have to at least put up that farce, that facade of. Hey, everything's great and good, but the moment you ask me my true opinion and, and I can say what it is, I'm gonna tell you. And I can tell you that dude, <laughs> the worst. He was the worst, and I made him pay that night, and it was great. Maintaining those fake friendships mm -hmm. is uh, is especially over time too. You know that one is that that's one that wears on me. My my patience mm -hmm. tank, I call it. It runs very thin. It runs very thin after a long time, but. Uh, Ending friendships. You ever ended a I friendship have, on purpose because you had to? Unfortunately, had to do that a couple times. Was it was it explicit? Not you call this quite like that. We are no longer. It friends was more so. Uh, gets a little darker here, but uh, it was more so drug issues, and it was hey, I cannot okay. be affiliated with this. If you if this is the if this is the road you're going to go down, I, I I don't want anything to do with it. So. It's been fun. And then I, I bounced. That's, I think that is totally that. I mean, that, not to, not to say that's easy. Cause that's not easy, but that's definitely some valid terms. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> We're done here. I think this is it. I think this is over. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like, you know, pleasure friends, no more, you know, like I get, you go through that phase where a lot of people will experiment with, with drugs and do different things and yeah. Hey, okay. Whatever. You know, you do that. That's you. That's fine. I got, I got no issues with that, but when it becomes your choice and your lifestyle that you are going to continue to do, 
all right, man, hold on. It's you know, a lifestyle. I'm, I'm, yes. I, I can't. There I, I, I don't want to be here because you're either yeah. going to hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. And I am not going to be here with a guilty conscience. Right. All right. One final question. And I think one final it would question. mean a lot no. to one in particular person if they get a shout out here. So I do want to chime time. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> and we're done. Actually, chime I don't care time. anymore. We're chime done. time. Right. Hey, hey, right Dude, on, like right on chime. Those are talk, t-shirt, talk ideas. Symbol t-shirt right idea. T-shirt idea. Let's go. The, right, on right, chime. right on chime. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Right on chime. Uh, oh, my at gosh. At what point That's does... It. What's your question? Do you consider family friends? Like... You have two brothers. I have two brothers. You know, we're talking cousins, anything else, right? But, you know, they're family, right? So they're, they're, right. they're you know, they're, they're probably going to go through some things with you. But would you honest, I mean, would Ooh. you consider your, your family, mm. you know, that level of, of friendship? Oh, we yeah. have a very tight-knit group. We haven't always had a tight-knit group. I don't know. There's not a point. I don't think there's a point at all because that is a whole so they automatically ball game, ball category. field realm whatever you want to call it. You know, I think family is really, really difficult because I do feel like growing up, I feel like didn't have the deepest emotional relationship with my family. We didn't say I love you's and all that stuff. You know, it was a very kind of like growing up, it was hard nosed, you know, it was like, we're trying to succeed. We're trying to grow all that stuff. I think with time, the depth has come in a little bit. Um, we're a lot more appreciative of each other. You know, I call Cody all the time talking about whatever it could be. It could be something I just saw today randomly or it could be, you know, hey, man, I'm dealing with this thing. Like, what do you think? You know, I call my dad all the time. Um, And so and Bo and I probably don't have the closest relationship, although I do think the last year or two we've gotten closer. I mean, we're we're eight years apart. So when I went to college. I was 18 and he was 10. So, I mean, you know, we had a typical 18 and 10 year old relationship. Like he was super young, but like his formative years of when he grew up, I wasn't around, which is sad. I feel bad about that, but it was my time to go off and live life and everything. So I don't think there is a like, Hey, now we're friends, but I definitely do think it's, it's the things we talked about. It's, can I call this person? and run something by them. And the sad truth is, man, the sad truth is I don't feel like, I feel like a lot of families are that people aren't friends with their immediate family members. You know, there's, there's a much more defined relationship of that's my brother, but that's not, we don't, we don't really talk about like, they don't know what's going on in my life. And that is, uh, that's hard. I mean, that, that would be, I guess coming from my perspective, that would be kind of a hard thing to I mean, do. I, I can, I can tell you, I think that's I mean, pretty common really until I had to guess, recently, you know? that was probably me and my brother's relationship. I mean, like, you know, we loved each other. We, we spoke yeah. once every couple months. I mean, like, right. you know, when we'd see each other the holidays and, um, you know, I think it's, it is some of that now that he's older and has some of the same similar shared experiences and especially some of those things that I know that I went through, uh, you know, he just had his his first baby about a year and a half ago, uh, actually closer to two years at this point. Uh, she's a January baby. I thought she was going to be born on my birthday, uh, but uh, it's a, that's a different story. I mean, you know, so I, <laughs> I don't know what it was either. I don't know if it was just 
I wanted to go do my thing. He just wanted to go do his. We were very different personality uh, based people, but uh, I mean, I would I would definitely consider my brother at this point because I do we we talk regularly now, which has been something that's been nice. We've been able to connect on a lot more things, being able to deal with family issues, uh, which has been nice to have somebody to vent to that's that's been there and understands all the dynamics of things. So, uh, you know, for for me, I definitely wanted to give a shout out to Cody and and you know just. I love them and, and it definitely has become one of my closer friends to where I probably couldn't say that, you know, not too long ago. I also want to give a shout out to your Cody because he literally begged last week for somebody just to say his name. He's just like, he, he listens, he listens to us so much and all he wanted was just to say his name. So Cody Santos and Cody Bell, love you both, both great friends. Whether you're a utility friend, a pleasure friend, or a virtuous friend, we hope that you enjoyed this discussion on friendship. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as a reminder, you can interact with us on Twitter at talkin underscore B underscore S. And you can, of course, find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. This has been another episode of Talkin' BS.